You're listening to the Nothing But The Tooth Dentistry Podcast, where we help you attract new patients and grow your practice beyond your wildest dreams. Here's your host, two-time Emmy Award winner, Shane Simmons. Welcome back, everybody, to the Nothing But The Tooth Dentistry Podcast. Shane Simmons here. And uh, glad to have you all back listening. If this is the first time checking out the podcast, thank you for hopping on here. Today I got a little treat for you guys that I think most of you are going to be able to relate to uh, in a big way. And we are going to be talking about dental insurance. Dun, dun, dun. Pretty crazy. I know, um, you know there are some, some people out there that I know who are you know all fee-for-service and awesome, you know, more power to those people. Uh, but most people that I know are still, you know, they still take take dental insurance, and uh, you know, maybe don't necessarily have any plans of moving away from that completely, but still would like to reduce the dependency on those insurance companies. And you know, we we could talk about this for days, and and I'm not, you know, by any means an expert on insurance. Uh, but the person I'm bringing on here today is going to be able to provide more insight to you. Uh, but we're going to be talking about you know, reducing your dependency, kind of weaning off of dental insurance companies with you know reimbursements you know, continuing to fall and all of the the challenges that come along with that. I feel like dentists when when they start talking about insurance companies, they're like Michael Scott off the office. You know that that scene we just played, you know, where you realize this Toby's back. Like Toby, like dental insurance is like Toby, okay? Except it's not as nice as Toby. <laughs> so that's uh, man, I could. I'm getting off track. I'm getting off the rails here. I could go on and on about the office. Maybe I should do a whole episode about the office sometime. But anyway, we're gonna be talking to uh, Jordan Comstock. He is the CEO of Boom Cloud, and basically, you know, what Boom Cloud is is they are a dental membership software and they help you you know create these in-house membership programs for your patients with no waiting period. And so what the software does is it helps you know organize and create plans, you can add members to the plans, track the benefits, you know, automate payments, you know, pull up reports, all these different things. Uh, it's it's really neat neat system that they have and we're going to bring Jordan on here and he's going to talk about you know, just the challenges that the typical dentist is facing with the insurance companies. Many of you are probably already feeling this. Maybe some of you aren't, uh, but we're going to talk about that and then talk a little bit about the membership plans and, and why people are going that route and what that looks like and, you know, offer some insight to see if, if that's a path that maybe one day you want to go down. So, uh, without further ado, I just want to get right into this interview. It's really, really good, and I learned a ton, and I know you guys will as well. So here is our interview with Jordan Comstock of Boom Cloud. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Nothing But The Tooth Dentistry Podcast. We are uh, recording on yet another cloudy, gloomy day here in Indianapolis, Indiana. I've Hopefully my voice has not just been like getting more depressed sounding uh, over the last three episodes because I haven't seen the sun in what feels like a couple of months. Uh, so I'm kind of over that. But 
anyway, I am really excited about this. So uh, backstory before I get into it, uh, I was at Voices of Dentistry, which you all know, and uh, met this guy who I had, you know, kind of like heard about through social media and, you know, been kind of like following him and stuff and I knew of his company, but his name's Jordan Comstock. And Jordan is uh, the founder of, of, of Boom Cloud. And we have Jordan on the podcast today and he is going to be talking about in-house membership plans, with I, which I know all of you can really get down with because, uh, let's face it, dental insurance has, has let you down just as it's let your patients down. So uh, without further ado, Jordan, how are you doing today, my friend? Dude, Shane, I'm doing awesome, brother. <laughs> how, how are things out in, uh, in Utah where you're at? Any, any Dude, more they're... gloomy than it is here? <laughs> no, it's totally gloomy. Uh, a lot of clouds. We had a big storm, a snowstorm come up. And, and uh, honestly, I, was, I, was, I don't like to drive my car in the snow because my car sucks in the snow. But the other day I was driving, right? I got, I'm like, I, okay, I'm not going to drive. I, I took an Uber to my office and um, <laughs> nice. like, cause I didn't want to get in a wreck or anything. Right. Cause my, I, I so I drive a Ford Mustang, which oh, that's terrible is totally horrible. It's just so horrible <laughs> in the snow. Um, but um, we, I was driving it the other day after the snowstorm and it was like nice and calm. Right. And some dude like totally just backs into me. And I'm like, seriously, I avoided like days without driving to the office in the snow. Um, So I didn't, you know, wouldn't get in a wreck. And sure enough, after, after the snow went and gone, I get in a wreck. So that's how, that's kind of how the weather is here. Like it, it kind of sucks. And I can't wait for, I, I, I always tell my audience on my podcast, I don't know why I live in Utah because I just can't stand the snow. <laughs> <laughs> same here, brother. So it's it's the same over here, bro. Oh <laughs> uh, man! Now, one question I have is: out there, can you drive with um, with chains on your tires, or is that illegal? No, you can drive with chains on your tires. Okay. In lots of places, it's recommended. <laughs> so you cannot do that here. That is illegal. And it's illegal. So it's That's illegal. a weird law. <laughs> it is illegal to do that. And so I guess because it tears up the road. I don't know. But it's you got to hmm. think. It's At least where I'm at, it's flat, like super flat. Southern Indiana is pretty hilly, but pretty flat here. So uh, he'd probably hate that I'm telling this story. But my father-in-law, hmm. uh, my wife, so my wife's originally from Southern California. And uh, when they, they moved down here when she was 16, and my father-in-law uh, you know, was used to driving up the mountains and, you know, putting chains on the tire. And the first snow they got here in Indiana, he put chains on his tires, was driving into the town uh, with those. And some cop pulled him over and was like, what the heck are you doing? <laughs> and, and I mean, he was, I mean, he had never, never seen anybody do that. So I was wondering if, yeah, you can drive with chains on your tires. So for some reason, Indiana, totally yeah. not do that. But anyway, uh, in yeah, they, they'd actually have signs they have signs in the mountains that say chains required, right? <laughs> I, yeah, I guess just because it's flat. I, I have no idea. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> but anyhow, we've, got, we've gotten that important uh, information cleared up. Uh, first <laughs> there. Uh, but Jordan, first of all, you know, we're going to be talking about in-house membership plans and something I know you are really passionate about. But before yeah, we I do, am. I like getting into people's stories. And so tell us this, your story and how you got to where you are today. Yeah, so uh, grew up in dentistry. My 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 dad owns a dental lab. My my grandpa, when he was alive, he was part owner of that as well. My my mother is a uh, office manager. Grew up. Uh, she she would work at home in the office. So I've I've grown up in dentistry. Really, it's it's really in my family's blood. In fact, everybody in my family is in dentistry today, except for my sister. So it's kind of crazy. All my all my wow. brothers, you know. So grew up in dentistry, and I, I never wanted 
anything to do with dentistry, to be honest with you. <laughs> right. I'm like, I don't want to go in that profession, you know? And, and sure enough, um, sure enough, I found myself in dentistry. I, so I, I served a mission in Brazil, um, for two years. And when I got back from Brazil, I, the economy was trash. It was, it was 2008. I had, before I left to, to live in Brazil for a while, I, um, I, uh, <clears throat> worked at the dental lab. And when I got back, my dad needed a bunch of help. And he's I'm like, I swore to myself that I'd never get into dentistry. Right. So I'm like, okay, I guess I'll help you. And he's like, look, you know, you have the opportunity to become an owner of the dental lab, which I've always been fascinated about, you know, entrepreneurship and, and owning businesses. And, and sure enough, that got me to, you know, go back to the lab and, and start working there. And um, over time, I have found that a lot of our, a lot of our practices at the dental lab, our clients there would vent to us about dental insurance. And, and in Utah, it's really PPO heavy. A lot of practices are crazy PPO heavy to the point where it's really hard to run their, their businesses. Right. So we, we, I started asking myself, there's gotta be a better way. And then I remembered, you know, growing up, my mom would always vent to us about dental insurance and how, how bad it sucked. And I remember coming, coming home from, from school one day when I was a kid and my mom, I could just tell she was just so frustrated right after a phone call from the insurance company. I'm like, mom, what's going on? And she's like, it's these damn insurance companies. Right. <laughs> so I, I don't know if it was just that growing up that just kind of like <laughs> made, my, made my mind think that there's gotta be a better way. And, and sure enough, um, I read a book called The Automatic Customer that talks about how to create subscription revenue in any, any business, right, membership revenue. And it fascinated me. And I, I was looking for ways to generate that type of business model for myself. And I stumbled upon one of our clients at, at the dental lab that they were starting to uh, offer a membership program, right, that was really new and, and nobody was doing it. And I just became fascinated and I started asking them question after question about how they're managing it, how they're marketing it. And come to find out they, they were using like paper binders or there's another office that was using like Google docs. So I said to myself, I can totally build something to help these practices do this. At the time I was working at the dental lab, but I also studied marketing and, and UI UX design. So I, I learned how to you know, design software. So that's kind of how I got my start in, in the, in the dental industry. And now, you know, moving to boom cloud, that's, that's kind of how it transitioned there. And you guys have, have really seen some, some nice growth. I know since you started, uh, you guys are having a lot of success and, and that is awesome. And oh yeah, with, with that being said, uh, I think it's, it's appropriate to ask, you know, for those out there who have just been, you know, in PPOs their entire life and really don't know anything different, uh, mm -hmm. which is common, uh, very common. So common, yeah. Um, talk about in-house membership plans and, and, and I guess what is it first off and, and how do they work? Yeah, so basically an in-office in, in membership program is an alternative, alternative to dental insurance that you, the practice, you control, right? You create the plans, you create the benefits, you create the pricing structure where patients pay a monthly or yearly fee to get access to certain discounts and benefits to your office and your office only, right? You're, there's no network, which is a good thing, right? In my opinion. So think of it like Amazon Prime or a Costco membership where the patient pays a yearly or monthly fee and then they, get, they just get all these benefits and discounts, right? That, that, that you, the practice, organizes, right? So it's really, that's the simplest way to explain a, a dental membership program and how it will, you know, would kind of look in the practice. 
Nice. And with that being said, you're really, what you're doing is by obviously providing a benefit to the patient, you're creating a super loyal following, which I think is uh, what's really important here is if somebody has Mm, your your in-house membership plan, they're kind of all in on you, right? Like they're not going to be, you know, these, the price shopping type patients or anything like that. It's like, how much value is there to that, Jordan, especially in, in today's age and us coming from you know the marketing side of it where we see <laughs> yeah. Groupon shoppers and things where they just look at dentistry as a commodity and they go for cheapest prices and not quality. This really you know gives you patients who, who care about quality and pro- provide a, a loyal customer. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. The, so when I, when I teach about membership programs, um, we, we, we have a growth, like the, the growth mindset framework. And, and in that, we talk about that membership programs act as a attraction tool or a marketing tool, right? Um, a retention tool or a loyalty type program tool, a, um, a tool to increase case acceptance and a tool to help generate predictable recurring revenue, right? So those are the, 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 the four kind of growth mindsets when it comes to thinking about a membership program and, and setting up a, a successful membership program. You do need to think about it as a loyalty program and because it, that's what, exactly what it is. You, you look at Amazon Prime. It, it, Amazon Prime is probably the ultimate example for all of us to learn from in, in, in this industry and other industries, right? Where Amazon has created this, this ginormous loyalty program, which is Amazon Prime. Um, and it's a subscription program where, where you know, members pay yearly but that program generates billions of dollars alone for Amazon just in membership fees. And, and think of it. I, I'm guessing, Shane, that you're part of Amazon Prime, correct? Oh, yeah. Loyal customer. See, see everybody is. <laughs> Everyone I talk to, there's like a very low percentage of people that aren't, right? But if, if you think about it, when you're an Amazon Prime customer or member, you're always thinking, you know, if you're going to go buy a product, you, you don't go think, you know, Best Buy. You go straight to Amazon on your your phone, right, or their website, and and you look to see if they have the product, and then if they do, you just you know buy that. You know they have the like buy the the one click now or whatever you can buy it, and it's immediately immediate. It's at your door the next two days, right? So the membership programs act as a loyalty, uh, you know, program for the practice as well, which is so important, especially in this day and age with with so many dentists on every corner. You want to be able to you know retain those those patients that you're generating absolutely now here's the question i have is when like from your experience jordan and with the boom cloud uh what have you found as far as like people who okay they sign up for a membership program are they more likely are they less likely to spend more at the office what has been the findings there yeah, so we've got data that we've, we're, we're researching all the time about that. So uh, we found that the question was, we had a lot of practice say, well, I, especially the fee-for-service practices, they say, well, you know, we have a cash-paying, you know, practice uh, with patient base. And, you know, if we discount, we're, we're just going to lose all that money. But what we found with that question, I, I always said, no, that's not true. With membership programs, you, you're going to make more, right? You, plus, you're going to make, you know, some re- predictable recurring revenue, which is a huge you know, aspect of a membership program that, that does so much for your practice. It does so, so much for you mentally too. <laughs> it does, yeah, especially when you're managing cash flow, right? I, I mean, I remember managing the lab and, you know, in the early days and we didn't have any type of predictable recurring revenue. And honestly, it was really, it was, it wore me out managing that dental lab uh, because, 
you know, one month would be amazing. The next month would be a different story. Right. And we'd stress about payroll and all that fun stuff that comes with, you know, you know, feast and famine months. Um, so the, uh, what we found that the practices that offer membership programs, we, we, we took, uh, we looked at practices across the nation and we found that we looked at uninsured patients in those practices. And we found that the non-members spent around like $772 in a year's time. Whereas the, the non-members or the members, excuse me, spent 1000 um, I wish I had my, I don't memorize that number yet, but they spent like $1,400 wow. um, in the, in the, in the same time, which was uh, with the data was approximately 104% more than non-members. So we found that in multiple practices too, we, we, or continue looking at this. We we did a, a practice that had hundreds of, of patients in the membership program and found that patients were spending 240% more than non-members, right? When when a patient becomes a member. So when you have a membership program, you know, typically members spend more. And, and we can see that through Amazon. They have, there's a case study out there that I think it's Morningstar Market Research did where where Amazon non-members spent like five hundred dollars a year. Um, just on Amazon products you know, and Amazon prime members spent like $1,200 a year. So we see that in every industry, but in dentistry, we see that, you know, between 104% to 240% more, you know, more spending from members. So that's kind of the data that we found. Wow. That's, that's huge. Cause think about that. If yeah. oh, you yeah. added just even a, you know, a fragment of your patients were spending 104% more annually what that would do to your practice. Oh yeah. It would, it would, it'd be a game changer, right? If they, if you got a good amount of patients, you know, on your membership program doing that. Right. And on, on the plus side too, like the patients that don't end up doing anything in your practice, you're still getting paid right for, for those patients. Cause there's always going to be a segment of patients that don't utilize the full program, you know, much like insurance when, when not every single practice or patient uses, you know, insurance to the full advantage. So you're going to have that side of it too. But those that do spend, spend, you know, 104, 104% to two, 240% more or two times to three and a half times more than, than non-members, which is just fantastic. That is, <laughs> yeah. that is really interesting. It's like a no brainer, right? <laughs> that is. And I mean, too, this is the thing that, you know, we talk about is, heck yeah, like this is awesome for the practice, but this is a, a big win for the patient too. Yeah, it's, so I call this a win-win strategy, which is kind of rare in, in most situations in, in the business world, right? You don't really see too many win-win strategies. And, and yeah, the patient wins. There's no waiting periods. There's no, um, there's no limits to what they can get. There's you know, annual maximums. You know, and, and to be honest, a membership program offers the, the traditional membership programs that we, we see out there. They offer like unlimited discounts and benefits to, to the practice, right? Or to the patient. So if the patient, you know, needs a, a ton of work one year, they're still going to, they're still able to get that work, but they also get a discount for, you know, all the work they need. And there's no cap on that, which is huge, you know, for, for a lot of patients that need more and more work especially as they get older and they, you know, when, when a patient retires, they lose their dental benefits and, and they, they need more work done, but they don't have dental insurance or dental insurance is horrible. Um, so by having those patients on membership programs allows the patients to get the work they done, they need while also generating more revenue for the practice. So it's totally win-win. 
Absolutely. Well, uh, you know, let's say that, okay, you know, I, I like the way that this sounds, having an in-house membership and starting to develop that, but I feel like I am just, uh, you know, so tied down with insurance now and, and contracts and commitments and, and all these different things. <laughs> um, you know, what are, you know, let us have a quick little roadmap here, Jordan, if you can. And, you know, what are two or three things that as a practice owner, you can start doing today to kind of wean yourself off of PPOs? Yeah, so that's a great question. So what I would recommend is is look at how many PPOs are you you know are you contracted with? Look at that amount, and then um, so I even have a, a tool on our website. We call it the profit margin calculator. We will plug so, a link to that in the description, folks. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it to you. Um, it's I mean you can go to the our website even, and it's like in our resources section, so you can you easily find it. But basically, what I recommend is using you can you can do this with like Excel or or even our template that we give practices. Um, you can you can look at your procedures, and then you can you know put in the formula, the calculator that that we have on our website. Um, you know, how much discount you're giving per PPO. And you can see which PPOs you're losing money with, which procedures you're losing money with, if you, you know, put all the, the correct data in. Um, and what I recommend is you take the, the, the PPOs that pay the worst and probably have the least amount of patients on it and, and cut it. But before you start cutting PPOs, I, I would totally recommend starting a, a membership program so that as you cut the PPOs, you, you have a revenue platform that's actually generating you predictable recurring revenue each month or each year, plus the 104 to 240 you know, percent increase of, of revenue from those types of patients. Um, getting, getting a platform like that built you know, in your practice so that you can strategically cut um, the PPOs out of your practice without having to worry about, you know, your cash flow and, and things like that, right? You, you actually are inc improving your cash flow by creating a membership program. So that's, that's kind of what I suggest practices do. And, and knowing your numbers is, is going to be crucial and, you know, it's essential for, for knowing which PPOs to start cutting out. So those are my tips there. Yeah. And then, so once you've, you've kind of looked at the numbers, you find out who you're losing money off of, maybe, you know, who mm -hmm. you have the least amount of patience uh, with, then as far as like promoting that and starting that transition, because you want to, uh, I'm sure you know, try to move those patients if you can over to your plan and, and other patients. How, how do you recommend do that when you talk to your clients and what have your most successful clients been able, how they've been able to uh, do that and, and actually grow the plan, which is obviously, you know, super important. Yeah, so marketing and growing is like super essential. So if if there are patients that are on a member uh, that are on like a PPO that you're getting ready to cut, I would educate those patients, you know, before you cut and say, hey, look, we're getting ready to cut, you know, this this plan to our, our practice, but we've got this dental membership program, which actually you're going to save more money and get more value from it, you know, from your versus you know staying on your insurance. So talking to patients and educating their patients can opt out of their dental insurance. And, and sign up for the membership program, right? Because there's no there's no law that says that the patient has to sign up for dental insurance. <laughs> you know, that's that's kind of how I would approach it for existing. And then I would look in your your existing patient base, and you can pull a report in like Dentrix or EagleSoft or whatever practice management software you're using, and you should be able to pull a report of all of your uninsured patients. Who's uninsured? What percentage of your practice is uninsured? And you start with that low hanging fruit first. Because when you launch a membership program, you want to you be able to practice, right? 
you don't, I always, I always use this analogy. Like I play the guitar. I've been playing the guitar for years. You know, the first year I bought my guitar, I wasn't amazing at it, right? It took a lot of, of practice. So start with your existing patients and practice, you know, educating about the membership program with them. And then once you get a bunch of them, you know, your existing uninsured patients signed up, then you can start using some external marketing strategies like, well, Facebook marketing or, or writing articles in your, your news or going your news websites in your local um, city or state, you know, getting, trying to get on the news and radio stations, working with, working with insurance brokers is another one that we've seen lots of practices start doing. Uh, in fact, I'm, I'm actually experiment, experimenting with that here in Utah with some of our boom cloud uh, clients here where uh, we're working with insurance or this insurance broker and he's in he's in you know businesses all day every day you know pitching insurance products but why not you know give him a referral fee or, or something like that to help you educate you know businesses and and consumers about signing up for a dental membership program so those are kind of the ways that i that i would suggest like trying to grow your program making sure that your your team is fully on board and making sure that you, you have the right, you know, educational pieces in, in your practice, like brochures and, and, and even videos on your website and just simple educational content it starts there. And then you can, you know, utilize that for external marketing, right? Absolutely. So that, that, it's kind of my opinion there. <laughs> and, and the one thing that I do want to touch on too, and, and have you elaborate on this is, you know, I've heard of some offices who are, are doing in-house membership plans, but they're kind of doing it um, kind of DIY-ish. <laughs> yeah. you, know you know what I'm talking about. Where you know, They're kind of just, you know, making things, some things up and, and kind of do it themselves. You know, with Boom Cloud and, and you guys, you know, specifically, like, why is it important to really, you know, have this, the structure in place that, for example, Boom Cloud has versus you know, someone who's trying to, to kind of do this themselves. Well, I mean, for those that are doing it, you're, you know, doing it themselves, I think that's awesome, <laughs> right? Keep growing and, and keep, you know, but I'm a big believer in efficient systems, right? And, and to be honest, this is, this is all me and my team do every day, all day is we figure out how to make this system better for practices, much like, you know, the re there's revenue well out there or, or other software companies that, that really focus on one thing and try to make it really drop dead simple and easy for practices. Uh, the, the problem with managing it yourself um, is that there, there's, there's so much human error involved. So for example, if you're managing a yearly membership uh, program where you have to automatically, um, what, what what most practices are doing when they're doing it themselves is they 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 have to call the patients every year and say hey would you would you like to renew with you know our our membership program or wait that that patient comes into the office and it may it may lapse for you know six months or so uh, so having a system that auto renews and auto collects uh, is extremely essential and a good example of that Shane is you're an Amazon Prime member. You, you, Jeff Bezos, right, from Amazon or, or somebody from his team doesn't give you a call and say, hey, Shane, you know, uh, your, your membership for our, our site is coming due. Like, can I, can, I, uh, can I get your card information and run your card again for it? Like, that's so manual and so not scalable. And the purpose of a membership program is to get a lot of patients on it, not 30 or, or 20. And 
you know, you know, 30, 40, 50 patients. That's really low volume. And so you want to, you want to be able to have a, a efficient system to help you manage it. And if you are managing yourself, what, what happens if, if your, your team member, your office manager, you know, quits or gets fired or just doesn't want to do it anymore? Well, then the program dies, right? And, and it fails. So that's another reason why you need to have a, have a efficient system versus, you know, having it all in your office manager's head, you know, and, and you, need, you need ways to track metrics because this is, this is a, a very powerful program for your practice in, in regards to generating more revenue and more patients. Um, so why, so why wing it by doing it, you know, a, a, a do it yourself program is kind of what I say. <laughs> yeah, that, no, and everybody listening out there, like this is what I preach on this podcast <laughs> is developing systems in your practice because if you're wanting to scale this, you know, whether it just be one practice that you want to have, but you want to be all you know uber successful, or you want to scale yeah. up three, five, ten, you've got to have systems uh, in place in, in order to do that. And this is exactly what what Jordan is talking about with this. Just as you have systems with your marketing and your systems with your team and systems with in house on, on clinical, yeah, on clinical side, clinical. you've got systems you you follow. Right. So, you, you know, like the CEREC, the CEREC is a great system, right. That makes it so you can do, you know, crowns in house and you can do them efficiently and quick. Right. So the same thing, like that, that's a great benefit for practices that do that. Same thing, having a, having some type of software or, or, or system to, to help you organize a membership program, especially if, if you, if you're wanting to grow your membership program, that's where it comes in. If you just want to say, ah, well, we're fine with 30 patients, then fine, do it, you know, continue doing it yourself. But as as mentioned before, patients member patients spend 104% to 240% more. So why not scale this and, and get hundreds to even thousands of, of patients paying you monthly or yearly? That just does wonders to your, your business, if you ask me. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I know people are, are curious uh, about Boom Cloud and, and maybe what it would look like in, with their practice. So Jordan, yeah. tell us uh, first, you know, how did they get in touch with you? And then uh, some re- you mentioned the resource out there um, as well. T- tell us about that so that people know uh, how they can maybe take this step forward and, and looking into this. Yeah, totally. So um, if, if you want to reach out to me personally and ask me questions, I'm more than happy to answer and help, help, you, uh, help you out with your membership program. You can email me at jordan at boomcloudapps.com. And my name is spelled J-O-R-D-O-N. So uh, me. If, if you misspell it and spell it with an A, it'll still come to me. I got that set up, but I, <laughs> the proper name. This guy has systems. Name, you hear this? I, I, I got <laughs> systems, brother. Yeah. Um, so Jordan at boom, boomcloudapps.com is how you can get hold of me. If you want to check out our, our software, and even our site, we have a ton of free content and educational resources on our site. Just go to boomcloudapps.com and you can find out, you know, all about, you know, we're getting ready to launch the boom cloud university, which is going to educate practices on and and teams on how to, how to have the right mindset when creating and growing a membership program. I got a free ebook um, called how to grow a dental membership program. You can get that at boomcloudapps.com forward slash book. And then that resource that I mentioned earlier about the price, the profit margin calculator, that's just boomcloudapps.com forward slash profit dash margin dash calculator, which you can also find that in our resources section on our, website. So a lot, a lot of stuff there, you know, and you, then I'm also a co-host on the Navigating Dental Insurance podcast, uh, which is say no to PPOs.com. You can check out 
all the resources there. So we do, we do a lot of content, Shane. So <laughs> yeah. And, and if you guys are, you know, are driving in the car listening right now, don't worry, we're going to have the links to all that stuff in the description. Totally, yeah. um, so you know, We got you covered there. Don't you worry about that. But, uh, Jordan, thank you so much, brother, for, for being on the podcast. And I'm looking yeah, man. to continue seeing what you guys are doing in the industry and, uh, you know, keep it up. You guys are doing a great job. Well, dude, I, I appreciate you bringing me on the show today. This has been a good episode. All right. So what do you guys think? Uh, really interesting information there from Jordan and what Boom Cloud is doing. And I, I mean, there's so many different ways that you could look at this, but I think you have to say that if something doesn't change in the you know PPO world, you are going to see more and more practices continuing to trend towards these in-house membership plans. Good for the patient, good for the practice, um, you know, one of those situations. And you're going to continue to see that, I think, unless something you know really, really changes. So, I really encourage you guys if if you're thinking about, you know, in, in any form of way, maybe it's not right now, but down the road, uh, looking into developing one of these in-house membership plans, reach out to Boom Cloud and and ask for Jordan and, and tell him that Shane Simmons sent you from this podcast, and uh, you know he'd be he's a great resource to chat with and, and just really get to know about about that and. You should also go check out their podcast, Navigating Dental Insurance, or it's the Navigating Dental Insurance podcast. Uh, their their website, saynotoppos.com. Uh, but you should go check them out and at least educate yourself on this and, and continue to learn more about what is, is going on and what are the options for you. So with that being said, we are going to wrap up this episode of the Nothing But The Tooth podcast. And as always, if you are looking to grow your dental or orthodontic practice online, be sure to reach out to Crimson Media. We're helping dentists and orthodontists build freedom in their practice. You can find us at crimsonmediagroup.com. Otherwise, uh, you know, if you like the podcast, if you're digging what we're putting out, we would love if you could subscribe, leave us a review, share it with your friends. At the end of the day, we're all here for each other and trying to help one another in our dental businesses. So everybody have a wonderful day out there and we'll talk to you again soon here on the Nothing But The Tooth Dentistry Podcast.